0: What's up guys, this is Sean and welcome to another episode of the Ehan Podcast And today we will answer some questions no, Not some not one question from Instagram And this is from Andy Jong Hi I have been watching your videos and I have learned a lot from you but I realized that there's a missing topic about house layouts I'm 24 earning 7k single and I'm thinking of getting my first house for own stay with an exit plan to rent it out when I'm doing research I found that the price per square feet is lower as number of room increases from the transaction histories almost all transactions involve units with multiple room layouts besides the fastest layout that got sold out is the one bedroom or studio unit for most new projects from these two observations, I think getting one bedroom layout is the best. If I'm staying alone and my exit plan is running out, what is your opinion on this? First of all, Andy, thank you very much for the DM. Um, you're right. Absolutely right. You mean that the higher number of rooms a unit has the lower per square feet. Correct. You are right. But you gotta think is this. Uh, I think I mentioned a topic about price per square feet before. Maybe I can just connect up to the video if you're watching this on YouTube. The price per square feet is used commonly by investors to gauge like, okay, Mon 1000 per square feet. Okay, Kota Damansara is around 750 but that's one project that's 900. So the 900 per square feet is way too high for bangsa is around 1200 per square feet and then the price per square feet for high rises versus landed is very very different yes if you want to go for the lowest price per square feet go for a land which is only like 15 bucks per square feet but the land is actually 4000 acres or you can also go for 2500 per square feet but the unit is only 400 square feet so the unit 400 square feet is 1 million yeah, so it's only used to a certain extent And again, you are right When we zoom into a project, right Usually developers are limited in terms of density So they are actually calculated based on number of units That they can build in an acre Or they are limited by build up meaning like I can only build this amount of square feet this amount of area in this particular project and the limiting factor for the unit layouts or composition right is often the time car park in different areas of KL or Malaysia right local authorities have different standards some they base on 1000 square feet you need to provide 1.5 car parks so it's a damping effect where the more area I build, the more car parks I need to build as well so you can see some very big buildings right like half the high-rise is actually car park then half Half of it is only the apartments, which is very, very big. And why I say car bucks is a damping effect because it's pure cost. Developers won't really, let's say, you can actually just price into the unit. But the unit is already so expensive. Sometimes if you add in some more, right, it's either they will compromise their profit margin or they will just risk of not being able to sell out the unit. So besides calculating based on area, some they calculate based on number of units. Like in my ideal situation I will build all small units as mentioned by you The smallest unit is the easiest to sell Why? Because the absolute price is cheap Although price per square feet is high In my best interest It will only make sense for me to build all small units but Let's say I can build 1,000 small units But then just imagine this The entire city right Will all be only studio units Because it's easy to sell man. Easy to rent out man. But then in terms of composition for the entire city planning Then it's not that ideal Hence Local authorities will impose this guideline of 2 car parks per unit or 1.5 car parks per unit And the observation of the fastest unit to be sold out Often the times are studio units right That only applies to certain areas like Very surprisingly even for myself right I often go into projects where studio units are the least popular because it's based on areas like for example in Maju housing area not the one close to Sri Rambai like the closer to housing areas right the three bedrooms and four bedrooms are all sold out but the studio units not many people actually favor them but if you go to the urban city studio units often go out faster in comparison to bigger units so it depends on the area then. And the target audience that it caters to. So if it's more family oriented, three bedrooms makes a lot of sense. Because studio unit, one bedroom, I can do what oh? renting out who would rent here because there's no transportation like MRT or LRT, there's no job opportunities. Why would somebody buy a studio unit in the middle of nowhere? Hence, studio units becomes that perfect investment tool, especially in the CBD area, because like in Monchiara, also we notice that. Studio units sometimes can rent out higher in terms of two or three bedrooms Because the profile of tenants are just different Just imagine a person who would rent a studio or one bedder, right? Paying this amount of rental just for him to be alone So it's very obvious that quantity of space is not his priority In comparison to quality of the space And just because I'm with the makeover guy So we see a lot of these kind of scenarios And sometimes we are often like Deceived by the price per square feet thing Like a lot of people will tell you hey, this one is the cheapest price per square feet in the area But their unit is 4,000 square feet Then after your times, right? Oh yeah, that's the lowest price per square feet But the unit is 2 million (laughs) So also, it's beyond our reach Hence, it's not sellable So I think if your intention is to first stay yourself And rent it out later, right? It's important to find a place That the rental can at least At least cover 70% of your installment For example, if I really like this studio place, right? It's so amazing, it's so close to my workspace. It's expensive, let's say 3000 per month for installment. Wow, it's a lot. But if the rental around that area is around 70%, which is like 2000 plus. Hence, I think it's okay. Because if you were to move on to your next location, right, This place can easily be rented out. But if you were to go for a pure, pure investment product, then it doesn't make sense for me to stay there long term. So because the conversation and architectural elements are just not as friendly in comparison to a residential type. But what I'm super, super excited about this DM, right, is you are 24 and you are already aware of what you want. And that is... And that just makes me very, very happy doing this channel. In comparison to your peers, right, if you were to buy this property, you are going to lose out certain extent of your lifestyle for the coming future, where everyone gets to go for a short trip, getaway and things like that. But you somehow feel that you are squeezed in terms of disposable income. But in the long run, 10, 20 years time, you will definitely see the effect. I think you're in the right track. You're very certain of what you want. Just in conclusion again, I would suggest to get a property where the rental can cover around 70 to 80% of your monthly installment because that's a good balance for an own stay product lah. This just ops out all the landed properties and things like that. So a one bader, like you see, I think it's very clear. And one bader, something about one bader. also, some layouts of one bader, right, can be further dissected into a two-beders. So what I mean is this lah. Let's say a studio is renting out for 1,500 in a particular apartment. The one bedroom is around 1,008, like usually. Then the two bedrooms is around 2,002. So what you can do if your layout, right, ideal situation is your layout can actually be dissected into two units. It means you will need to compromise your living room and make that living room area into another unit in the future. So just in case like nobody actually wants to rent your unit in the future because it's too expensive or you're asking rent is too high, you can split and dissect the unit into two rooms and you rent out room by room. So let's say if a studio unit is thousand five, you can actually rent out 1,000. They get the exact same effect. First you need to figure out the toilet. So if there's two toilet, it's the best. If there's a shared toilet, it's okay. And the point is, you can rent out two bedrooms at 1,000 each. So there's a reason for people who don't have 1,005 to spend, but they have 1,000, but they still want privacy, but they can compromise in terms of toilet usage and things like that. So there's a market for that as well. However, you need to do it tastefully. Again, if you need anything at all, you can always get free consultation at the Makeover Guys. You can just look for my team. My team would be most delighted to help you when the time comes When you're moving forward in your career. Okay, so I think that's about it. Thank you very much. Great question. And for those who still have any questions regarding real estate, do just email me at T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G, T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G at gmail.com or you can just DM me Instagram, I-H-E-R-N-G and I'll see you on the next one. Stay safe.